New at 5, surveillance footage from last night's officer-involved shooting on 6th Street. An in-depth look at the deadly incident. And check your pantry. The popular snacks recalled because they could be contaminated with salmonella. A strong Pacific storm taking shape. We'll show you when the impacts arrive to Central Texas. Hi everyone, thank you for joining us. I'm Mike Rush. New tonight, surveillance video showing the officer-involved shooting on 6th Street last night. One person is dead. Three bystanders were injured in that shooting, according to Austin Police. It happened about 10 minutes before midnight. Sarah Alshay walks us through the footage. It happened in an instant. This video given to us from a nearby bar owner shows officers approach someone in the top left corner and then suddenly people are running away. The officers have drawn their weapons. The person falls to the ground. We've blurred it, um, but it appears that some, they're holding something in their hand. Now, while in the video it's hard to tell, in a press conference, APD says as officers approach the suspect, the suspect pulled out the firearm and pointed it in the direction of officers and innocent bystanders. And then we get to this part um, where the video is blurred, but the officers turn the person over. They handcuff them. At this point, DPS troopers come and approach someone that is off to the side. Now, later parts of the video, we see that there is blood in that area. We know three bystanders were injured, one in critical condition, but this is the video that we were given, and we're going to dig deeper into this video, and we'll have more on this shooting tonight at 10. All right, Sarah, thank you. And KXAN's Matt Grant covered this story shortly after it happened early this morning. He walks us through the events after police briefed us on the incident. There was a guy next door that came out the bar. From a window, viewer video showing paramedics on scene giving aid to one of the victims. Police say it all started about 10 minutes to midnight Saturday evening when a man tried to enter an East 6th Street bar with a gun. It was an employee who alerted police. As officers approached the suspect, the suspect pulled out a firearm and pointed it in the direction of officers and innocent bystanders. Interim Austin Police Chief Robin Henderson says three uniformed officers opened fire, shooting the suspect multiple times and killing him. In the crossfire, three bystanders. They were taken to the hospital, one listed in critical condition, the other two suffering non-life-threatening injuries. None of the officers were injured. We're told they have 9, 11, and 13 years experience on the force. We're told at the time of the shooting over here, their body camera video was rolling, and that will be released within 10 business days. I asked Henderson if any of the three bystanders were accidentally shot by police. That remains to be seen. There were several shots that were fired, and we're still determining that. Did the suspect fire his weapon at all? There are indications that the suspect discharged his firearm. Police say there will be two investigations, a criminal one into the suspect's actions and an administrative one with the Office of Police Oversight into the officer's response. All three have been placed on administrative duty pending the outcome. Aiding in that investigation, the fact that all of this was captured on police body camera video. Per department policy, Henderson says that will be released to the public within 10 business days. But because of the upcoming holidays, we might not get to see how this unfolded in real time until January 2nd. Matt Grant, KXAN News. The suspect, the three victims who were injured during all of this, and the officers involved had not yet been identified. Going in depth now, the city launched a safety initiative after a previous deadly shooting on 6th Street. In June of 2021, one person was killed and 14 others were wounded in a mass shooting. Afterwards, the city launched the Safer 6th Street Initiative. Since then, the city has installed additional surveillance cameras in the entertainment district, created a critical incident training program for bars, and established a staging area to help 
the response time for first responders. The city is still exploring ways to make changes to improve safety for people who visit 6th Street. A scary scene for holiday shoppers yesterday. One person was shot at Barton Creek Square Mall. According to the Austin Police Department, the shooting happened near the AMC Theater and the Cheesecake Factory just before 5 p.m. yesterday. APD tells us one person was shot and at least two others injured while trying to evacuate. One man we spoke with says he was sitting outside the mall entrance and saw the entire thing. Three guys jumped on another guy and were beating him up and then a guy went in his bag from about 20 or 30 yards across the courtyard and fired two shots and then they all took off running but the one guy got hit in his arm. They took him off in the ambulance. I'm surprised I didn't duck off behind the bench I was sitting on but it just it it happened that quick. Scary situation for sure. Police say they do not have anyone in custody, but emphasize it seems to be an isolated incident. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Fantastic weather here today. Hopefully you got outside to enjoy it. Full sunshine, no clouds at all from our Whittlesey Landscape Supply Camera in Granite Shoals. There's no clouds anywhere here in Central Texas right now. We're still in the low 70s in some spots. We've just dropped to the 60s in Austin. And as the sun goes down shortly after 530, we'll find these temperatures dropping rather quickly. The reason today was warmer winds out of the southwest helping to push temperatures up about about five or six degrees warmer than yesterday. These winds, though, are going to start to come out of the north later tonight thanks to a cold front. So tomorrow will be cooler than today. Temperatures cool off tonight from 60 at 7, 53 at 9, down to 50 here at 11. It will not be as cold tonight as this morning was when some of us had a morning freeze. Coming up in first warning weather, we'll show you a few more dry days that are generally warm most of the time before rain chances really ramp up later this week and into the days leading up to Christmas. Thanks, Nick. Still to come, a previously settled whistleblower lawsuit against Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton is back on. What his former top aides are trying to compel Paxton to do. And the governor traveling south to enact some border legislation. This week, the lawsuit that prompted the impeachment of Attorney General Ken Paxton will be back in court. It's part of an ongoing fight by the whistleblowers who were Paxton's former top aides who reported him to the FBI and were subsequently terminated. Our Capitol correspondent Monica Madden tells us what to expect in court. Questions of whether Ken Paxton wrongfully terminated his former employees will be back in court Wednesday. The whistleblower lawsuit, first filed in 2020, was settled at the beginning of this year. But the $3.3 million payout that Paxton asked for prompted the House to begin investigating him. Lawmakers never approved the settlement funds. We will document each frivolous delay that Ken Paxton engages in to continue hiding from the truth. Delays which will ultimately will just cost the taxpayers more in the long run. Their case now active again after back and forth in the courts over whether the previously settled suit could proceed. Most importantly, Ken Paxton will have to testify under oath or plead the fifth in open court. In Wednesday's hearing, the attorney general's former top aides want a deposition, asking the judge to compel Paxton to testify under oath. It will likely be video recorded and recorded by a court reporter. And then that testimony can be used against the person who testifies in any context. Paxton has not done so in any of the ongoing legal cases against him. 
It's just that Paxton's team has been strongly resisting that testimony for a long time now. Former trial lawyer Mike Golden expects the attorney general's lawyers will further try to prevent this. General Paxton's story as to why he fired these employees is the critical question that's going to happen at trial. And what's interesting and different from the impeachment case and the securities fraud cases, if Ken Paxton asserts his Fifth Amendment rights in a deposition in a civil case, the plaintiff's lawyers get to argue to the jury that the reason he didn't answer the question was because he knew the answer was going to be bad for him. You can't do that in a criminal trial. We reached out to Paxton's legal team but did not hear back. Monica Madden, KXAN News. This lawsuit is separate from Paxton's ongoing securities fraud case where he was indicted in 2015 for allegedly defrauding investors. That trial is set to begin in April. Governor Greg Abbott plans to head to the border tomorrow to sign major border security legislation. Texas lawmakers passed Senate Bill 3, which provides more than $1.5 billion for border wall construction. And Senate Bill 4 allows police to arrest people who cross the border illegally. Abbott is expected to sign both bills into law. Our State Bureau reporters will bring you the story tomorrow live from the border. A check of allergies for you. Well, the mold continues to trend downward. Cedars still low, almost identical to where it was yesterday, so no real trend there. The reversal of the wind direction today out of the southwest probably helped us from having cedar climb anymore. Highs today, 71 degrees. It will not be this warm for the week ahead, but there will be at least one day near 70. We'll show you the warmth and eventually the rain in first warning weather. Quaker Oats is recalling several of its granola bars and cereals because of potential salmonella contamination. The affected products sold in all 50 states include Quaker's chewy and dipped bar in various flavors, as well as some of their puffed and simply granola cereals. Any variety packs and snack mixes that the products are sold with have also been recalled. Quaker, which is owned by PepsiCo, said it has not received any reports of salmonella infections related to the recall products. The company has also informed the FDA. First warning weather with meteorologist Nick Bannon. Beautiful evening underway after a pretty fantastic weekend, although we were a little frigid this morning. We'll see landscape supplies camera in Round Rock shows you the fading sunshine as the sun sets soon after 530 this evening. Just a little bit of a warming breeze was all it took to push temperatures into the 70s earlier. Now still most of the states in the 60s and even some 70s at this hour. We're not going to cool off that much here tonight, especially compared to last night. We'll be down to 44 uh, in the morning here as winds start to shift from the southwest to the north. We do technically have a weak cold front coming in tonight that's going to bring a northerly wind, but that change in wind direction is not going to allow us to cool off a whole lot tonight. But it will allow for a cooler day tomorrow with a high of 65. 64 is normal for this time of year. It's one of those weak cold fronts you can't even see cloud cover with, but it is out there and it's going to be dropping through central Texas here tomorrow morning. So as far as your clouds and radar is concerned, not a whole lot to see for the next 24 hours anyway. Clear skies overnight 
a sunny start to your Monday morning. And then Monday, full of sunshine from start to finish, barely any high thin clouds at all. Then we go into Monday night. There'll be a slow increase in cloud cover. I still anticipate that while the clouds are going to thicken up on Tuesday, we'll still end up with some sunshine. But there'll be a general trend over the next few days for more and more clouds before we finally get some rain. Tuesday's a dry day, though, just a blend of clouds and sunshine. And then the clouds really start to thicken up Tuesday night. So your forecast tonight, all clear, down to 44. Winds going from southwest to northwest. 5 to 10 mile per hour winds here tonight. And then those winds out of the north, a little breezy tomorrow. After that weak cold front, a high of 65 and mostly sunny skies. Temperatures do dip a little bit for highs on Tuesday, down to 62. But then we're back up to 70 Wednesday before another slight dip on Thursday down to 68. But 63 is normal, so really only Tuesday for the next week has cooler than normal highs. And Tuesday morning, by the way, cold. Down to 38 in Austin. Could be another morning, probably the only morning of the week ahead when we may get some spots in the Hill Country to freeze. We'll be watching that Tuesday morning low temperature closely. Big picture, we're also watching this area of low pressure. You can see that spin over the Pacific west of California, bringing rain to parts of California already and eventually mountain snow. This will slowly work eastward through the next few days and eventually drag some rain our way. Notice as we fast forward the models here, all the green and even mountain snow there showing up in the blue continues to uh, give California some uh, uh, additional beneficial rain through Wednesday. Nothing here for us yet through Wednesday. But as we dip into Thursday, our rain chances do start to rise. Call it just 20 to 30 percent on Thursday. Much better rain chances on Friday and Saturday and even Sunday. That's Christmas Eve morning. Still the rain is around, but it looks like by Christmas Eve night we should be drying out. So you can see those rain chances uh, building much more so on Friday, Saturday and Sunday, kind of focusing around Saturday, having the highest rain chances. Early outlook, the rain spread out over several days. Not huge rainfall amounts, but this would be good stuff. An inch and a quarter to an inch and three quarters for most of us, a little less in portions of the Hill Country. Don't be surprised if these numbers fluctuate a little bit over the next few days. Looking at our first warning weather seven day forecast, you can see those increasing clouds, 30% rain chances on Thursday. Remember, winter begins Thursday night. And then it's fairly wet here Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, but temperatures still mostly above normal. This is KXAN Sports, brought to you by Thomas J. Henry. Good evening, all. One year ago today, Texas Volleyball beat Louisville to win the national championship. Scenes like this didn't look like they'd happen again this year with a slow start. Texas had been talking about that all week. Alas, they found themselves today with a chance to do the same thing as 365 days ago. Let's go to today. Longhorns versus Nebraska. Another one seed. They look pretty calm and for good reason. Sergio Garcia. Austin resident Jermaine O'Neal, of course, father of Asia O'Neal. And Dalma Kung Su on the Nebraska side. Don't want to get him angry. Well, early on, probably was a little bit. Texas up two in the first set. Madison Skinner, the ace. Yeah, very talented there for the Big 12 Player of the Year. Then in the first set, able to close it out with another ace. Texas takes the first set over Nebraska. That was Kayla Econa with the ace there. Here we go in the second set. Fourth ace in a row for Asia O'Neal at this point. I mean, look, look at Pops. He's feeling it. Everyone on the Texas side is feeling it. Then set point. 
in set number two, Nebraska hits it out, and you can tell the Huskers just weren't really on their A game today. Texas starting to feel it. Talk about feeling it here. Third set, Skinner just perfectly set to her. One of her match-high 16 kills. Now 18 to, 18 to 10, Texas seven points away from a title. Look at the crowd packing Tampa, Florida there. They're starting to feel it in here. Championship point, and it's another ace from who else but Asia O'Neal. And Texas takes the title. What an unbelievable run for the Longhorns. Three straight one seeds taken down. And a dominant effort today amongst the tournament favorite. After the win, the Big 12 Player of the Year. Pretty emotional after the victory. Maddie, you told us when you came to Texas, you were trying to find that love for volleyball again. Who is Madison Skinner now? Tell us how you really feel, Maddie. What an emotional day for the Longhorns and Skinner, who came up so big so many times this year. Looks like she's coming back. Sounds like it from that sound boy. Good, good news for Longhorns fans. All right, coming up in sports, we have some basketball to talk about. Look who's back, ladies and gentlemen. Dylan DeSue back on the court made quite the impact a day ago against LSU. Emotions from number one and what's been motivating him in his recovery. Welcome back. Winners of their last five games. Dallas Cowboys had a tough matchup today on the road against the Buffalo Bills. So far, not so good. Down 24-3 against last check. We'll have full highlights and reaction tonight on game night. As far as the other team in Texas, the Texans facing the Oilers, a.k.a. the Titans. Yeah, that probably did not sit well with a lot of Texans fans. Tennessee up 16-9 with three minutes left in the game. Case Keenum starting for C.J. Stroud. Ties it up to Noah Brown. Some energy, and they held the Titans, Oilers, whatever you want to call them. So we go to overtime. Keenum with under two minutes left, looking like we're going to get a tie in this one. Evading the pressure, finds his running back all the way downfield. Devin Singletary going into Tennessee territory, and they're already in field goal range for Mr. Fairbairn from 54. Mike oh. goes in. How about that? A Texans stay in the playoff hunt, an emotional win for D'Amico Ryans and company. Case Keenum leads them to victory, 19 to 16. In college hoops, Texas men's basketball took down LSU a day ago. Dylan DeSue, his first game back. This was really his first play. Welcome back, Mr. DeSue. Alley-oop laying. It was a good game for him. 17 points on 4 of 8, shooting 9 of 9 from the stripe. Remember last year, this is how his season ended. The foot injury in the NCAA tournament where he was playing so well, leading the Longhorns at what he and the team was hoping was a final four run, so they lost in the Elite Eight. And that end of the season, it's something he's still been thinking about during his recovery. I think about those games a lot, man. I think about how we could have been a national champions. Um, it's tough. I try not to think about it as much as I do, but um, it's hard not to. Um, so it's kind of been motivation to try to try to get back and get back to that level of play and help my team out and hopefully make another run. And, man, he looked good in his first game back. They have A&M, yeah. Texas A&M, Corpus Christi Friday at home. So they will get some home cooking before mm. conference play here later in the year. Very nice. All right, thanks, Noah. We'll be back in just a moment with a final look at your forecast. Ahead for us, we're watching the dangerous East Coast weather forecast and the big impact it could have on travel. Plus, high-tech crime fighters, how drones at malls are helping catch thieves this holiday season. Those stories and more all ahead on Nightly News. And Nick is back with a look at your bus stop.
forecast. Yeah, is it correctly? Short, that's stop. correct. Yes, I do. Yes. <laughs> it is a shortened week for many kids. Yeah. Uh, but there are still a lot of districts going to school on a Monday, and this is what the forecast looks like here for tomorrow. At drop-off, cool and bright, 45 degrees, and then in the afternoon we're up to 65, which is about normal for this time of year. So it's still kind of long pants and a sweater type of weather here for tomorrow as you're planning the kids' outfits for your Monday. Looking at the forecast for the rest of the week, we stay dry through Wednesday with increasing clouds. Then rain chances start to pick up a little bit on Thursday, but it does look reasonably wet Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. This far out, rain chances uh, looking pretty good. And then hopefully we can get that rain to wrap up by Christmas Eve night. That would be Santa. great. Yeah, for sure. Thanks for watching, everybody. Have a great evening. See you back here after football.